It's the e-commerce master plan podcast here to help you grow your e-commerce business faster and more efficiently by cutting through the hype to bring you inspiration and guidance from the e-commerce sector and beyond. Here's your host, Chloe Thomas. Hello, Master Plan World. Welcome to today's podcast. It is a pleasure, as always, to have you listening. I'm Chloe Thomas, creator of the e-commerce Master Plan, author, speaker, and consultant, and I focus on e-commerce business strategy and marketing. Today, we're going to dive straight into introducing you to our special guest. Benny Shu wears a number of different hats. He's a blogger, an iOS app developer, easy for you to say, but not so good for me. I keep stumbling over that one. Um, so we've, we've made it this time. Uh, and podcast host too. I met Benny when I was in the States in November last year. We got chatting and he's involved in a really interesting, different sort of e-commerce, selling t-shirts via platforms like Teespring. In the first five months of doing this, he earned $100,000 in profit. There's no stock, there's no pick pack dispatch, there's no customer service to worry about. Don't know about you guys, but certainly I think that's a type of e-commerce we all need to know about. Hi, Benny. I've just given our listeners a very quick overview of you and your business and where you are now. So how did you get started in e-commerce? Well, first of all, thank you, Chloe, for that amazing intro. I really appreciate that. Oh, you know, I like to flatter my guests. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did a wonderful job and it's a very unique uh, intro. So thank you so much. Cool. Um, to answer your question, how did I get started in e-commerce? Well, e-commerce wasn't really on my radar um, when I was, um, you know, when I got started on it. It wasn't something I had been set out to do and really wanted to do. But it's, you know, as um, someone who's always wanted to have an online business, it's been one of those things that have you know, come come across my mind. It's like just one of those mini ideas that you know I, I've I've come about and have gotten, but I never pursued like selling stuff online, like especially like physical products like T-shirts, uh, just because I didn't. I thought maybe would there be a lot more uh, work involved? I would have to find out how to get it screen printed. Maybe I would have to do it myself, things like that. So uh, last March of 2014, I was just on Facebook, like you know, like I am pretty much every day, <laughs> and I was um, in a Facebook group with uh, other online entrepreneurs, and someone was talking about you know they make money doing uh, video interviews with uh, other entrepreneurs, and I was like, okay, that's interesting, you know, how he makes money. So I clicked on his uh, link. Went to his video interview series, and his most recent interview was with a guy who said he had earned like he was earning like six figures a month selling T-shirts online, and wow. you know just you know yeah it caught my interest because T-shirts was something I had been always curious about, never d- enough to pursue it, but just curious about. So I listened to the interview, uh, listened to his story, and um, was just you know blown away by the success he was having, and just amazed that he was using uh, the pl- a platform like Teespring that you had mentioned earlier to sell his T-shirt designs, and you know he was able to sell it without any inventory. He didn't have to have boxes of shirts at his home or apartment, and then he didn't have he didn't have to ship it out himself. You know, Teespring was handling. All the fulfillment and 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 the customer service. So uh, I listened to that interview and I thought, wow, this is something I, I want to try. So I bought that. You know, he had like a little real simple video course that he um, was selling uh, just to learn how to get started. And I, I watched it and I learned enough to get started. And I started um, with my first campaign, and uh, that's how I got into e-commerce. 
Wow. So it's just kind of a, a, a general interest in t-shirts that then sparked you into, into this world where you're learning about lots of ways to make money. And then you happen to stumble across this fantastic business model. Yeah, it, it is exactly. I mean, like I would say, you know, I, in 2007, I read the Four Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss, and uh, you know, I just, I just loved, you know, the book, and you know, I wanted like a a lifestyle business, something I could do like online, and you know, t-shirts was something like. Like I said, I thought maybe I could sell T-shirts online. You know, maybe I could design them and sell them. And there were there were companies out there like Cafe Press and Zazzle, I believe, at the time. But um, I didn't know anyone who was making a living off those, you know, selling on those platforms. And so I didn't really think that it was something for me. And I thought, well, maybe I need to do it myself. But that just seemed like too much of a too much work. And so uh, yeah, I put it aside. And then last year stumbled upon it and decided just to to give it a try and see how it went. And uh, the first month, I, I do have to say that it was a struggle to to get started because I was doing something I had never done before. Um, I was uh, using Facebook ads for advertising. So I had to learn how to use that, which was a, a huge learning curve. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's 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 I mean, there's so much data that you have on the in, for the audience, so you have to figure out okay the best way to target them. So you know it was a lot of trial and error and a lot of spending money um, just to just to learn how to use it. And then I also had to learn how to you know, become a marketer, how to really understand an audience and create something that they could they did they wanted to buy. Um, that very first month, I was creating all these shirts. I thought you know these audiences I was selling to would really like and it turns out they didn't like it at all and they didn't buy it. they didn't buy it at all so you know that first month I was losing I was losing money but it was uh it was a learning experience and uh um you know from then on uh, after that first month I sort of uh, got the hang of it started you know launching you know, profitable campaigns making a little bit of money and then um just going from there and then like you said earlier in the intro you know my, after my first 5 months um, I had earned a hundred thousand in profit from it. So you know that first month I struggled a lot, was losing money, but those next four months um, just really, really took off. So you're still selling on it now? Yeah, I, st- I still sell it uh, on on uh, online. I don't. I, I use Teespring, but I also use other platforms as well because. When Teespring came about last year, they were like really the only ones doing it. So this is like sort of a new way to sell shirts, like crowdfunding for T-shirts. And then once Teespring started having success, then competitors came into the same uh, space. So now there's a, there's a handful of other uh, websites or platforms that do the same thing. So I, use, um, I also use something, a website called Viral Style. And also use one called Represent.com. Um, they do the same thing. You know, each one has their own little different features, um, but um, yeah, it's good for the sellers because we have many options that we can use uh, and not just have to focus on one. Cool. So, just um, I'm just going to kind of try and pricey what I th- how I think the Teespring etc. business model works, which mm-hmm. is you put up a design. There's a limited time period when someone can purchase that design, and then once that time period's up, the the company Teespring etc. They produce the shirt, ship the shirts, and you get the money. Is that right? Exactly. Yes, there is a deadline when you set up a campaign. You can set it from anywhere like three days up to twenty-one days. But typically, you know, one week is a nice spot because uh, um, you know you don't want your customers waiting too long to get their shirts because once a campaign ends, it takes uh, like seven, ten to business days 
for the buyer to get their shirt. So you don't, you know, I don't like to set it for more than seven days. And also with Teespring, the thing is like you have to have like a minimum number of orders in order for your campaign to uh, be a success or what they call tip. So the minimum with Teespring is three shirts. So you launch a design. If you get more than three orders by the time your campaign ends, then the people who ordered one will get charged and then they'll start to print your shirt and then they'll ship out your shirts to this, those buyers. But at the end of the seven days or whatever, you don't meet the minimum of three shirts, then nobody gets charged. And of course, you don't get, you don't make any money and then no one gets their shirts because you did not meet the minimum goal. So the minimum is uh, three shirts with Teespring. Now, there's other competitors I have mentioned. They don't have minimum. So if you run a campaign for like seven days and you sell one shirt, It'll still get printed and shipped. So again, you know, that's where other competitors came in and sort of filled something that Teespring wasn't doing, and that's like you know having those uh, a minimum of one. But Teespring is really um, firm on minimum of three in order for it to to tip and then uh, be successful. So I guess I guess it's a very harsh platform, isn't it? You you have to fail fast if in the first yes. day of advertising you're not getting traction, you're not getting sales, you stop. Because it's just going to be, a, it's clearly going to be a badly performing design. So it's time to move on to something else. Yes, absolutely, Chloe. I love how you said that because, you know, that's one of the biggest things with selling t shirts online is fail fast. Um, one of the biggest mistakes that I made early on and what a lot of beginners do is, you know, get married to a particular design. Because, you know, so many times I've created a design for an audience that I know and I know they're buyers. I know how to target them. And I think, wow, this, this shirt, I mean, they're going to love it. It looks so good. And then I'll put it out there and then, you know, no one buys. So I'm like, well, okay, after the first day, no one buys. Second day, all right, let me, let me just run some ads some more. Maybe just more people need to see it. No one buys. So the problem, if I don't stop it, what I keep doing is I keep spending money on this shirt, which I think is great, but for some reason, people who have seen it don't think it's great. So I just feel like more people need to see it. So um, it's something that is, can make you lose a lot of money you know, um, you know, real fast. So when I, what I learned is I, I set a budget uh, when I start a campaign. And that budget is a $10 ad budget. So I'll run the ad for about one day, um, targeting the audience I want to target. And if I spend $10 and I don't have a sale, then I have to consider closing that campaign down because if I don't make a sale within the first ten dollars, then likely, you know, if I spend another ten dollars, maybe probably people won't buy it. So it's a way for me to fail fast, cut my losses early, and move on. Now, if I had made a sale within that first ten dollars, then I would keep that that campaign running for another day. And if you know the next day, maybe I sell two, then maybe by the third day, I'll start thinking about increasing my budget. Or scaling out to looking uh, looking for more interest to target within Facebook, but uh, a ten dollar budget is a really smart thing to do because uh, again, it keeps your losses down and it, it helps you forget about campaign and then move on to the next one because you cannot fall in love with you know your design or the t shirt that you're selling because you will lose money if you do so. Wow, that's such a a low number. I'd have anticipated you saying maybe $50, $60, $100, but no, just $10 to test that design. 
Yeah, it's um, I learned it from like in um from others uh, Teespring sellers when I was starting out. They they were all doing ten dollar budgets, and um, so that's why I did it at the very beginning. Now, you know, um, since I have had some success and I have a little bit more to spend, um, you know, sometimes I'll go up to fifteen or even twenty. So. Um, but 20 is usually my max. And once I get to 20, if I don't have any sales, then it's a loser for me and I'll, and I'll move on from it. So, but $10 is, is something that a lot of sellers have recommended. So it's, it's a good amount, they said, of data to know whether or not you're going to have really good interest in your shirt, you're going to have buyers or you're not. Cool. And, um, another kind of possibly a dumbass question, but we'll still see what you think. <laughs> um, it strikes me that what you're trying to do is to identify an interest group you could target quite closely on Facebook and then create a design that resonates with them. Absolutely. Yes. The, the more targeted you are, the, the better it is. So for example, um, you don't want to just, cause the problem that a lot of beginners and a lot of sellers who get into this do is they, they make a shirt and try to target everybody on Facebook. You know, like it's so broad and so general, but that's the problem because you're trying to make it appeal to everyone. What, what sells a lot better is if you really, really narrow it down. So for example, like, um, this is just a random example. Like you can't, you can sell people, you can sell t-shirts to people who love beer, right? I mean, there's a lot of people that yeah. love beer, but it's pretty general. But now if you, if you add in two interests to it, then you really narrow it down. So let's say you target people who love beer. And they love, you know, uh, let's say a particular sports team or they love a particular breed of dogs. Okay. Like, um, like Labrador retriever. So I love beer and I love my Labrador retriever. Now you're, now you're really focusing on a smaller group of people, but it's, it's a more targeted group of people. So, um, you know, that, that's why I found in terms of having success that has really, really worked for me is to really be focused on, on who I'm targeting. Instead of just targeting, uh, moms who love their kids in general, um, you know, I like to target moms who love their kids that play soccer or play football or play tennis. So you see how you can really narrow it down and, and focus on a more targeted audience. It helps you sell better and it helps you really come up with better designs for them. Because if they see a shirt that says, oh, yes, you know, I have a son or daughter that plays soccer, that, that, would, that would be perfect for me. As opposed to, yeah, I love my kids but, and that's a great shirt, but, eh, you know, it's, it's, too, broad, it's too broad or it's too general. So it, so to go back to your example of the Labrador and the beer drinker, then you're thinking, right, there's enough people there for me to target. Can I come up with a slogan slash T-shirt design that incorporates Labradors and beer? Yes, that, exactly. Oh, uh, cool. So it, it's literally matching the design to the segment on Facebook and then hoping it resonates. Exactly. And, and that's, um, you know, that's another point I want to mention is like what's important when you start is to come up with the audience you want to sell to first and then come up with a design. Too many beginners come up with a design and then the next question they ask is, okay, who is this shirt for? Okay, who is my audience? Well, that's, that's, that's a completely wrong way to do it. You have to know who you're going after first and then create something for them. Just like you know, with, with this podcast you have, you have an audience that you set out before you started of who your audience is and then you create the content, right? Or you get the interviews for that audience instead of you know, saying, okay, I have an interview with Benny. All right, no, who am I going to target? You know, that's just the backwards way to do it. Oh, completely. And the audience quite quickly tell me if I've got it wrong. And they likewise yeah. <laughs> tell me if I've got it right. So I right. guess, you know, in the same way you're looking at the Facebook ads for that. So 
you're doing this, you're earning all this money off it. Is It sounds a little bit quick, um, like, like a little bit too good to be true. So <laughs> I'm guessing there's a fair old time factor involved in this. So this isn't something you're doing in an hour a day, I'm guessing, you know, back in that first five months. Yeah, no, absolutely not. And I, I you know, I... I do want to make that clear. It's like I said earlier, like that first month I struggled and I'm not the only one that struggled beginning. I, you know, I'm in a lot of Facebook groups related to uh, t-shirt selling online. And, you know, I've talked to a lot of other sellers or read their stories that they've posted. And a lot of people struggled early on. I mean, a lot of them were thousands, some were like thousands of dollars down when they first started because they were spending money on Facebook advertising, maybe spending money on getting designs made and and not having profitable campaigns. So they were losing money. So, you know, some for me, you know, that first month was tough. I, I launched 21 different campaigns, 21 different t-shirt designs to 21 different audiences that very first month. Wow. And um, yeah, so because I was I was sort of like jumping around just trying to find um, you know, um, an audience to sell to and, and maybe a shirt that they might want. So, I, for example, like I would come up with maybe like one general theme for a shirt. Like, okay, <laughs> one example I can give is like um, uh, keep calm shirts. I mean, I'm sure. Oh, you yeah, know. yeah. yeah they, right? That was passing my mind earlier. I thought, right, we, we need to not, not, get, not um, make Benny share anything that's too commercially <laughs> sensitive. Keep calm clearly is where, is where a lot of newbies start. <laughs> yes, but when I, when I started, for some reason, I, I, you know, keep calm shirts were like the hot thing. Uh, I mean, they were selling really, really well. So um, people were you know, doing keep calm and, and adding you know, a hobby, an interest, a job profession or anything to it. So you know, when I was starting out, I would make like keep calm shirts. But instead of just focusing on what audience, I would sort of you know, try it for five or six different audiences at a time. So you can say like just example like keep calm and let the nurse handle it or keep calm and let the engineer handle it. So you yeah. can see how a simple shirt can be um, you know, put into two different audiences. So um, that's what I was doing like the first uh, month. And yeah, it took me 21 campaigns before I had a successful one. And my very first profitable campaign, I earned a whopping $30 in profit <laughs> from it. And I sold 13 shirts in that campaign. So it's not much, um, but it was, a, it was a win for me. And I was really, really excited. And that motivated me to keep going and, and you know, keep selling, you know, launching more campaigns and hopefully getting, uh, getting better and better. And I think my next campaign that I tipped ended up selling like 30 so I was I was going in the right direction, but yeah, it's definitely not a get rich quick type business. Um, when I started, I thought this was going to be so easy. <laughs> when I launched my first shirt, uh, I made it and I targeted a particular sports team in the United States, and I thought, oh, they're going to love it. I mean, this is it's a funny shirt, so of course they're going to buy. And then of course nobody bought it, and uh, you know the next twenty campaigns were just like that. So yeah, it's um it takes a lot of work. And when I started selling Teespring. On Teespring, uh, I enjoyed the process. I enjoyed the the creativity aspect of it. I enjoyed learning about marketing and and 
t- experimenting with Facebook ads. So I, I pretty much stopped developing iPhone apps at that time. I just decided, okay, well, I'm going to stop doing apps because number one, mainly I was getting a little bit burnt out by apps and just getting tired of the process and the technical side. So, um, you know, Teespring came along at a really good time for me. So once I tried it, I, I thought like I really enjoyed this. So I really went all in on it. So, um, this became a full time endeavor for me. I was waking up and, and just thinking about, you know, t-shirt designs and, and talking with other sellers online and, you know, launching campaigns until I went to bed every single night. So, um, it wasn't just something I was doing like an hour a day or two hours a day or, you know, a few hours a week. This was something I was doing seven days a week. And, um, but I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed everything about it. So, uh, luckily all the time I put in really paid off. And if I hadn't put in so much time into it, and really made this my number one focus, I, I, I'm sure I wouldn't have d- made like $100,000 in profit in five months. So um, because I put in so much time, I think it really paid off for me. Got a cu- two very quick fire questions on it for you then, um, Benny. Mm-hmm. One, sure. on average, how many, um, how many T-shirts do you now sell per seven-day campaign? Um, you know, it can vary. It can, I mean, per campaign... You know, it can it can vary. Um, now for me, uh, I mean, are we talking honest, tens, hundreds, thousands? What's a good? Just so people out there can get an oh, idea of scale. Okay, yeah, sure. For for a seven day campaign, I think a really good number is like a hundred. If you can sell like a hundred in seven days, um, that's you know that's probably let me see. If we're saying like ten dollars per shirt, that's a thousand dollars. You're, you may have spent $500 in ads, you know, hopefully less. So that's $500 in profit in one week. And now if you have a few campaigns like that, that's $1,500 in a week. So to me, like 100 is really good if you can sell 100 in seven days because um, not only is that a good number, but if you can sell 100, then that means you can keep launching, relaunching that shirt. Um, that's one of the keys for me in having so much success is not just selling a shirt only for seven days, but selling it for seven days and then relaunching it for another seven days and then continuing ah. to do that as long as there are buyers. Now, keep in mind, there's not everyone can buy it within that, those first seven days. There's a lot of consumers who, you know, I see this in the comments under my ads. They're like, I love this shirt, but I don't get paid until you know, next week. You know, so a lot of these people want to buy, but they're just waiting for that paycheck in order to buy. So I think me and all the um, all the listeners are starting to see where the time consuming aspect of this comes in because it really is about the number of shirts you've got out there at any one time. So do you yes. do the des- my my other quick fire question? Do you do the designs yourself or do you outsource that? Uh, when I started, I was doing all the design myself. Um, I'm not a Photoshop expert, but I know enough to you know create fonts and maybe buy some clip art and then put it in there. Um, so they were really simple, but I think what was more important was the message you know on the shirt. It's it's um, a lot of the shirts that are being sold on Teespring have some sort of like phrase or quote or some sort of message on it that ex- you know. That that person wears and it sort of expresses who they are, or expresses a certain feeling about you know being a proud mom or being you know or loving beer and their dogs, you know something <laughs> about them. So it's really a lot of text based. Um, but once I started to have success and uh, and I needed some more 
intricate designs that I couldn't do. Then I started to outsource it to uh, to designers that helped me do that. So, oh, cool. But yeah, there's a lot of people who still do their own designs. Teespring has their own like designer built into their dashboard that people do use and, and create shirts that do sell well sometimes. Um, so simple, simple work can work, but um, sim- but it has to look good. And also, I think really what's more important is the message on the shirt, what it says. Okay, cool. So um, I'm now going to go into kind of the, the more standardized couple of questions I asked before we get to the top tips round. So um, we may have already covered these, the answers to these, which is just, in which case, just say, as we've already discussed, that's cool because no we've, we've gone into a lot of depth before we got to these. Um, so what do you think is the most awesome thing about your business at the moment, Benny? Um, I, I just think the, the freedom that it gives me, you know, just being able to run this business really with my laptop and the Wi-Fi connection. Um, it's great. You know, tomorrow my wife and I are going on like a, a little trip and on vacation and I'm able to run this business while we're on vacation. So it's something that um, I love about it. Cool. And um, what's on your radar or to-do list right now? Um, it's coming up with more designs, you know, coming up with um, some new innovative designs for the audiences I sell to. Um, you know, they, they get sold to a lot because other people realize that, hey, these are buyers. They love buying T-shirts. So um, it's not just coming up with, um, you know, whatever they've seen before. It's coming up with something new and original that they haven't seen before because that's really the only way to, to stay ahead of the competition. Oh, excellent answers. So let's then let's keep that excellent answers thing going and let's get into the top tips round. Um, I really like this section because it gives me and our listeners some really quick ideas for taking our businesses to the next level. So Benny, what would be your book top tip? If everybody listening to this podcast agreed to take Friday off and read a book to make their business better, which one would you recommend? Um, The one I would recommend isn't like a business related book, but it's something that helps with just personal development and something that I read many years ago that really helped me realize that I needed to change a lot of things that I do. And if I wanted to be a successful online entrepreneur and the book is called the compound effect by Darren Hardy. Um, A brilliant book. Yes. Right. It's a great book. It's I've read that book. I don't know. Countless times. Sometimes I'll just reread certain chapters just to really get that information back into my mind. Um, It's a great book. It's not a very long book, which is good. So you could really read it probably in a day. But there's so much great advice in there that if you just put into action, you're going to see a lot of uh, changes in your life and in your business. Cool. And uh, your traffic top tip, which marketing method do you either prize above all others or think doesn't get the press it deserves? Um, the one, well, I love Facebook ads because that's just, you know, where I, I do all my marketing. But if I have to give a second answer, I would say email, um, emailing previous buyers is so powerful because they've already bought from you before. So if you're off, if I'm offering something new, I'll email them first and say, Hey, here's a, here's a new shirt or here's a new mug or here's a new product I'm offering. Um, you know, you know, I, I let them know first and, um, you know, I'll, I'll usually get a lot of sales just from people who have bought from me before. And also it's a good way to validate what I'm, what I'm selling. If, if they're not buying it, then maybe I shouldn't be running ads to, to, you know, other people because if my previous buyers aren't buying it, then maybe it's not as good as I imagined it, it was. Saves a lot of money in ad spend that one, I bet. Yes, ab- <laughs> yeah, def- definitely. Absolutely. 
So the tool top tip, this might be a collaboration tool, social media plugin, phone app, or just a way of working. Is there a cool little tool you use that makes you, your team more effect, more efficient even day to day? Um, what I use with my VA is I use Slack and I'm sure it's probably, it might be a common answer these days because it seems like the hot collaboration communication tool, but I use Slack to communicate with my VA and I think it's really easy to use and it's a, uh, it's great tool and it's free. There's a paid version, but I don't know what the difference is, but I just keep using the free version and it just, uh, it does fine with me. Cool. I, I don't think we've yet had anyone mention Slack. Oh, so. okay, great. There you go. You get to be the new the new guy on that one as well. Yeah, uh, check out slack.com. Cool. Uh, the startup top tip. If you met someone this weekend who's thinking of starting an e-commerce business, what would be your first tip for them? Um, I would I would ask them my 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 top tip is like, you know, how how much time are you willing to put into this? Because, um, you know, I don't want them to think that it's going to be get rich quick. It's going to be easy. It's going to take time and it's going to take a lot of failures. It's going to take a lot of, um, you know, you're going to fight through doubts. Um, so my top tip is just, you know, why do you want to do this? Um, and are you willing to, to put in the work to, to, you know, persevere and, and see success? So that would be my first tip just to make sure they're prepared for the journey ahead. Excellent. Uh, Master Plan World, you can find all these top tips and links to everything else we've been chatting about, including all those t-shirt websites in today's episode by going to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash Benny, B-E-N-N-Y. One final top tips question for you then. If your business didn't exist, which e-commerce business would you like to be running? Oh, you know, I haven't really thought much about other e-commerce businesses so i mean i think my answer i would just i would still love to sell t-shirts um maybe not on the teespring model there's a there's a lot of sellers these days that are moving off of uh, you know the teespring model and going into shopify and they're sort of creating a, a storefront um they're finding um companies to do the fulfillment they're they're building like their email list and customer base and sort of building a brand almost so uh, maybe i would i would probably dabble into shopify and, and learn about that and just you know build a brand instead of uh you know targeting a bunch of different uh, audiences like i am now Oh, I'm going to let you have that one as an answer for today. Okay. All right. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so, Benny, before we say goodbye, would you like to remind listeners where they can find you and um, and what you're up to on the web and social media? Yeah, you can head over to my my blog. It's uh, getbusylivingblog.com. And um, yeah, you can you can find all the social media links there. Um, I have a podcast as well. It's sort of related to personal development, helping people get unstuck in life. Uh, mindset is a thing I'll talk about a lot. So you can find the links there. And um, yeah, I would love to hear from your listeners if they listen to this podcast. And if they have any questions for me, I, I'm more than happy to, to answer any questions. Just head over to, again, getbusylivingblog.com. Oh, that's an awesome offer! Thank you very much, Benny. I'm sure you'll get some. You'll get a couple of people going because I know the this this uh, and our discussion will have blown the brains of a few a few of our yeah. listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly got me thinking. Um, so I'll add links to those and everything else we talked about today in the show notes. Masterplan World. You can find those at ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash Benny, or just go to the website, click on the podcast tab, or use the search box. Benny, thank you so much for being on the Ecommerce Masterplan podcast today and for being so incredibly generous sharing your experience with us. Thank you so much, Chloe, for having me on. I really enjoyed uh, the interview. Thank you.
Wow, how awesome was that? And how I, I imagine a lot of you haven't heard of this part of the e-commerce world. And I think there's there's kind of two things to take from today's interview with Benny. One, I would say is I'm sure some of you are going to go and investigate and see what you can manage to run, run on the side or as an alternative to the existing business you're doing, because I think it's it's, it's such a, an interesting model. I think the other thing is to take from it, even if you, you have no interest in going into kind of the designing and selling t-shirt side of things, is what Benny's described in the course of this interview is, is the nuts and bolts of e-commerce. You know, fail fast, find your customers, work out what products they want, run, run the test. If it's not working, kill it, try something else. It's such a it's almost like a microcosm of the um, of, of e- e-commerce in the raw, almost, of find the product, find the customer, tailor the product, advertise to the customer. Does it work? No, let's move on to something else. And then once you've found a, a rich seam of, of custom, then adding more products into that mix. So um, I, I think that's been a fascinating one. I really hope you've enjoyed it. And there is a download a free transcript of everything we've discussed today at ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash Benny. So head over there to get that download um, if you'd like to find out that, you know, to have that that resource to take away. So thank you everyone from listening uh, again. And I, I always love to have you guys listening to the podcast and tell me what you think about it. So have a great week, everyone, and keep optimizing. Bye. Thank you for listening to the e-commerce master plan podcast. Find out more at ecommercemasterplan.com.